bunch of Scooby-Doo references, and then we did a bun. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. You caught me monologuing there, Tom. <laughs> I am your host and DM, J.C. Dittmer, here with these three nerds, because math is hard. Catch this man with coffee in his mouth. Man in red, the man in the Wisconsin, is one Tom M. Norman playing Doug this morning. How are you doing? J.C. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, Scoob. Good morning, nerds. What is the happy hap? That next guy standing there rubbing his cheek. I'm not sure what that's about. This <laughs> one riding Crixus cooked up. I started singing "Lady in Red" after you said that, and I just couldn't get oh, out of it. Oh yeah. Cheek to cheek. <laughs> so. So you two are dancing together? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? There's nobody here. It's just you and me. Don't kink shame. It's where I want to be. <laughs> and I hardly know. I'm not going to try to hit the next note. Cause... Yeah, do it. And that's what, we, that's what we came here for, right? <laughs> that last man right there is one Jeff Jacob Williams. How are you doing this morning, bud? Good, good. My connection just got weird, but hopefully it, it uh, solidifies. Because the show started, we get weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine. Actually, that was in our intro to the Packers podcast, speaking of it. You, Tom, going, let's get weird. <laughs> Sticks with me all the time. Love it. Oh, Jeff, you got a recap for what happened last week? Yeah, I'll recap. If I start getting weird, let me know. I'll go uh, do a restart. But, You're weird. Um, You're weird. <laughs> already? <clears throat> I uh, mean, if I get more uh, weird than... As, as long as I've known you. <laughs> Sounds exactly. good. Sounds good, genius. You asked for that. Right. You sound great. Yeah, I, I deserved it. Um, so we we started with a short rest. Uh, Crixus investigating and finding an invisible wall around the crystal ball in the tower. Uh, upon investigating that, we heard a voice that said, To enter the tower, you must complete the rite of the arcane octad. None shall enter who do not complete this rite. So then we uh, started exploring uh, near, a near east tower with uh, eyes on the outside and um, found, climbed it, found an inscription, which turned out to be an illusion. Um, the What we think is the correct one told us sixth hide thyself behind a mask um the next tower was cracked and seemed to be made of stone people or people made of stone um found a, a saying there but it was missing a word um so we ha- ended up uh, getting very lucky actually in both cases in the first case uh Crixus thought maybe there's an illusion in the second case Crixus happened to have mending and we were able to repair the stone so that it said Eighth, stand firm in thy circle of death and consume P-O-I-S-O-N, poison. Um, next, we stopped by the music hall where we uh, enjoyed an amazing concert that Crixus conducted with the spirits of the musicians that were left behind at the fall of Yathrin. Um so That was cool. And then uh, we went to the yoga meditation adult Spirit Babysitting Center, uh, daycare. Okay. <laughs> uh, we went there and yoga, meditation, adult spirit babysitting center. 
Is that an acronym? What's that acronym? Uh, <laughs> Wait. Ooh, yeah, I should probably probably could make that into something. Guys, that could be what ASMR Adult Spirit <laughs> Meditation Rec Center. Retreat. Retreat. <laughs> oh, that's oh no. Oh no. Oh, the show title. Sure. Oh, that's there. That's terrible. Uh so um uh, Doug started getting uh, um, a little impatient with uh, not finding anything in that location, um, but Jacob accidentally created one of the uh, nice uh, unaged bodies to turn into basically a well, first a pile of bones and then a pile of ash as the meditation center cleans up on its own uh, with fire, water, and uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, just the so press then, of a button. Set it. Just the press of a button. Uh, and after that, uh, oh yeah, and, and there were wa- liability waivers, so they were not responsible for what I did, I think. Um, and then uh, from there, we were heading, we we're going to head towards the eastmost tower, which appeared to be surrounded by snow and had a pink light shining out the window. And for your weekly limerick um, enjoyment, Crixus put his bard skills to the test. To satisfy this final request, the task was quite daunting, but with music so haunting, every soul in the place was impressed. Nice. <laughs> well done. Very, very well done. Love it. That Bravo. was 1230 last night I started working on that. So. Right after Wordle? Yep, right after <laughs> Wordle. I saw that coming through. I missed I was like, oh. the Wordle, believe it or not. It's awful. Mm. It was another one where... I had four, my last four guesses, I had three letters correct, and I couldn't figure out the other two letters. Mm. And I came up with four words, and then I went, when it showed me what the word actually was, I went, oh, of course it is, because it's the simplest word to think of with those letters. Yeah. I've, I've found that I do better when I eliminate more letters in the first two instead of find them in the first two. Yeah, my so, you know. vocabulary punishes me in that game sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta start with things like laugh and plank and get rid of those C's and H's and K's. Yeah. Ooh, Norm hitting us with the creepy. Oh no, oh. there we go. As you approach this tower, um, ice has engulfed the lower floors of this tower and a pink light pours out of the highest window, a single point of illumination in a dark and out of the way region of the city. What would you like to do? All right. So if I remember from last week, we were going to go to Y24, which is across some snow. We were going to have to do some hiking. And we had talked about this tower. Yep. So what I'm going to do, because I'm sure that my pear, peach, apple concoction, whatever it is I ate. That was a pear, right? Apple? Pear. 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 Uh, My telepathic powers are probably ending soon, and probably the pear in my pouch is probably going to crap out. So I'm going to volunteer. Doug is going to... uh, So I'm going to say, I'm going to fly over to the tower. That way, if there's nothing there, you don't have to try and trudge across this snow. Why don't you guys stay here for a couple minutes, and I'll let you know. I'm just going to fly over to Y24. Okay, you fly over the snow top to Y24. Um, the base door is, like, covered in snow halfway up. Um, like, like a massive snowfall, like a four-foot snowfall, kind of blocking the door. Thankfully, the door opens inward, 
Uh, if you wanted to try and go that way, you can fly up the tower as well. Um, there is a window up top where this light is coming from. Up to you, what you'd like to try and do. So I'm going to go up to the window. I'm going to do my normal fly up to the window, check it out. Okay, you see an elderly woman sitting rigidly on a black throne. And there's a sheen of ice over all of it. Looking at her on her head, there is a crown of entwined iron tentacles. There's something written on the wall behind her. Do I recognize the language? Uh, it looks similar to the other towers. So that's an L. Um, it's you can't read it. A, you don't know Draconic, and B, it's obscured by the throne itself. Okay. Like you can see the first couple of words and the last couple of words. Um, is the woman alive or is she skeletal like everybody else we've run across? She, <clears throat> she looks alive-ish. She looks well-preserved. There's about a half inch of ice around her entirety, but you can see through it. And her skin looks like that of a living creature. Okay. I'm going it's hard to... hard to tell if she's breathing or not because A, she's below ice, and B, you're looking at her from about 30 feet away, so... All right. I'm going to send a message to Crixus that says, uh, come on over, I guess. This looks like the other towers. Um, there's a... And I'm going to explain the whole thing. I'm going to say there's there's a woman in here encased in ice wearing a crown of weird tentacly things. How and many that's words it. do I have? That's, that's, you're at 25. Jeff was counting. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what I was wondering. I was, I was just about to say, oh, well, I, I, I have a word limit, don't I? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 25. <laughs> and you hit it on tentacle things. Yeah. Because that was hyphenated, so it was one word. Yeah. Rixus will relay that to the team and and uh, say, well, since we can't fly, we'll have to we'll have to enter through the door. Alright. So do you stay up so, on the window, Doug? Yeah, I'm just going to keep an eye out and... Uh, I'm a, not seeing any real movement. I'm going to just kind of do a circle around the tower just to keep an eye on the entire area. Yeah. Until the team I'll, I'll, the ask, um, I'll ask Crixus if he wants to, to uh, ride over or fly over. Ride over. All right. I will cast... Um, my new spell. Of course, my mouse is stuck. I will cast Conjure Animals, and I will conjure eight axe beaks, and the snowy kind that I saw in Ten Towns. Ooh, fun. And uh, we can ride three of them, and the other five will just keep pace like a like little guardian chocobos. I need animal handling checks from those of you attempting to climb onto the back of an axe beak. Dude, it's the most underrated skill anybody never takes. Yep. Because <laughs> yeah, when you need it, it's like, oh, son of a bitch, I'm not good at this. <laughs> Jeff Gordon. 
Yep, I saw that. <laughs> oh. We got a 21. Jacob's got an 18. That's going to be yeah. okay. 18. Yeah. Y'all, all three of you are able to climb up on the axe peaks despite the lack of saddle and tack and stuff and actually ride them quite well and get them to listen to you. And they sprint across the top of the snow with relative ease. They have like a webbing in their feet that keeps them above ground, disperses their weight well. You get to the base of this tower. Um, and like I said, the snow is halfway up the door. It's about an eight foot door. Typical door. The door swings inward, though. Uh, but it is closed and sealed. Um, one thing that you picked up on, Doug, around the roof, uh, the window, is the light is created from flickering pink sconces. There's pink fire in the sconces around the room. So those of you at the base, what would you like to do? Uh, can I check around the door for traps? Yeah. yeah. You can absolutely check around the door for traps. Make an investigation check. Oh, no. Oh, oh this is as bad as it gets. 12. A natural one for 12. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't think it's trapped at all. Seems like it's locked, don't... but you don't think it's trapped. I don't think it's trapped, but I think it's locked. No traps there, boss. Uh, all right. Uh, we don't have uh, thieves' tools, do we? Or does it matter? We probably just bust it in. Oh, is it locked? Thieves' tools? Possibly. I will. It appears to be locked. All right. I'm gonna. I got. I got something for that. I'm gonna knock, right? Ooh, yeah. Oh my goodness, you took knock. A target oh. held held shut by a mundane lock or stop or stuck becomes unlocked, unstuck, stuck or unbarred. Cooked to bring in all the spells. <laughs> he's got men. I he's got, got lot knocks. <laughs> got to pick a couple more cool bard spells that I've never played before, and that was oh, one of yeah. them. So. Hell yeah, so you cast Good. this spell and suddenly out of nowhere there is a hollow knocking sound as if something wrapped on wood and the door, there's a light that rolls around the edge of the door and it swings open and snow pours into the room on the floor. <laughs> Side note, where was that spell when Aranon was alive? <laughs> Didn't have it then. It's a higher level <laughs> spell. Oh, I don't care. You gotta live long enough to use it. <laughs> That seems like the perfect rogue spell. Rogue bard, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll uh, I'll cautiously enter. You enter, and um, similar to the other towers. It's similar to the other towers. Uh, the floor is strewn with pitch-covered buckets and mops, frozen stiff by the cold. And written in draconic, crudely on the wall in pitch, are the words, All work and no play make Evira a dull girl. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you say Elvira? Uh, 
Ivira. I V I R A. Oh, it's kind of disappointing, but I, I'll take Ivira. Uh, El Elvira would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was trying to catch up with my brain, I wrote Elvira too. Uh, well, that doesn't seem like the right kind of a quote for what we're looking for. That would have been, um, had my, had I been with it a bit more this morning, this whole tower would have been her, Elvira, <laughs> instead of this Ivira. <laughs> I would have described her sitting in the chair. <laughs> Did you have used the term heathen right. brass? Probably. Yeah. Play, playing Plunging in the background would have been the Oak, what is it, the Oak Ridge Boys? All right. All right. I'll I'll tell them that that's what it says, and say so, you know it really we're probably looking for a quote that has a one of the octad numbers in it. So something something's fishy here. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh... Valin says, yeah, I don't think that's part of the right. Can I uh, investigate the room, and specifically, Ivira? She's not there. You're on the base of the tower. Oh, oh, we're in the she's base. She's at the top of the tower. Okay. Wow, my rolls are going great today. So, uh, in the base of the tower, then I'm still rolling a natural one for twelve. Yeah, you find a lot of buckets, and <laughs> in them that's frozen, along with the mops. There's a staircase leading upward, clearly. It is a tower. Alright. Going up, Crixus. Going up. You Going up. up the next uh, flight of stairs and you get to the next room and on the wall is written um, in wine stains on the wall is I am Ivira. Ivira is my name. The floor is littered with empty wine bottles. This chick knows how to party. Well, I mean, it's probably been my life, too, until the wine's gone. Then what? Hey, side note, John, is the window broken in? No. Or, do I, or will I have to either break it in or go down through the bottom? You'll have to break it in or go down through the bottom. All right, I'm going to go down and uh, catch up with them. I'm going to go through the front door. Catch up with them. All right. So you the catch ax, up with them onto the second floor. The axe beaks look at you jealously because you can fly and they can't. <laughs> I give you get them, a bunch I of side-eyed from eight axe beaks that are roaming around the bottom floor. <laughs> yeah. I give them all the feathers. One of them smashed one of the buckets of pitch and is like currently chopping up a mop handle. <laughs> oh, boy. Makes sense. Uh, you catch up with them and you, you see um, these wine bottles strewn across it. And you saw the writing on the walls downstairs in pitch and you see the writing on the wall here. Um, it's in common. What would you guys like to do? Continue upward? Yep. I'm going to... check. Can I check in some of the wine bottles? Just a, just a normal bottle of wine yeah some of them do have some wine left in them that has been frozen solid and you pick Makes the sense. wine bottle up and there's like a wine ice cube on the side of it 
Wine <laughs> slushies. Yeah. Mm. You make your way right. up through the next two to three floors, and they're all very similar. And you come to the top of the stairs, and there is a double door. Um, and above it, written in blood, is the crown knows all. This is in Draconic, so Jacob's the only one that knows yeah. it, unless he says I'll, I'll tell him right away. That... But it's clearly blood as opposed to wine. It's very easy to tell that. Yikes. Well, that escalated. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and there's a door in front of us? Yep, a double door. Double door, wooden double door. Can I check if it's trapped? You or locked? Definitely can. Yeah, locked, trapped, yes, definitely. Not going to be a three-peat, but uh, eight, uh, 17. 17, yeah. It's not trapped, it's not locked. Right. And the handle, you can push it open easily. Who wants to go on first? The, on the floor Crixus will open the door. I was going to say, on the floor before you, there's a long, plush, purple carpet with a... It's like frost over the top of it and leaving behind footprints as you walk on it. On the far side of the room sits this elderly woman. On... She sits very rigidly on this black throne. There's a crown on her head. And an inscription on the wall behind her in Draconic. I wish I knew what it said. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a search of the room while Doug is translating. Or while okay. Jacob is translating. Yeah, I'll I'll creep sideways until I can see what it says. <clears throat> You creep sideways around the room. On the wall, written behind the throne, is fourth. Coax a secret from another. There are wine bottles on the floor up here as well. In spots where this purple carpet is stained darker. Looking at her sitting in the throne, there is about a half inch of ice on her. And as you get close to her, you can see that her forehead is bruised where the crown is sitting on her head like it is been constricting on her head. I got a nine that on my investigation. Uh, looking around the room, yeah, you find more of these wine bottles. There isn't a lot to this room other than the sconces. And her on her throne. Um, make a medicine check. One or both of you, or one of you at advantage. The plus five, so I'm pretty confident yeah. with it. All right. Go ahead and make that at advantage, Crixus, as you're looking at her. Oh, looks like Doug rolled too. Oh. Well, the first one wasn't good. 21. 21. Crixus, mm -hmm. you believe she's still alive under the ice? Crixus is going to say that and say, It seems there is life yet behind her eyes. Tread carefully. 
Can I um, investigate one of the sconces? Can I tell why it's pink? It's a never-burning flame set to pink. Got it. I'm going to cast... You know enough um, about magic and seen enough of these now. It's just like the other ones, but this one's pink. (laughs) Sure. I'm going to detect good and evil. That's an interesting one. Um... For the duration, you know if there is aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you. Similarly, similarly, you know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. Interesting. Yeah, it turns returns nothing to you. So it's not good or evil? It's not any of the things and it's not consecrated. <laughs> Alright, I'll tell everybody. She doesn't register as Fey Fiend or Undead. Interesting. So So that she is neither good nor evil guys and this is not a I don't she's just not anything other than what we see I'm assuming the crown is magical Uh, should we light a torch and like melt the ice at least around her face so she can talk <laughs> Valine actually looks at you guys and she's I don't know that we even need to disturb her and she kind of she's kind of not approaching <laughs> She doesn't have a good feeling about her. Does it seem like mm-hmm. Ivira has any interesting equipment or wand or anything like that underneath the, the ice that we can Wearing see? Wearing a, a long purple gown. Uh, she has some rings on her fingers that look like they might be worth something. Um, the crown... But you question whether or not you'd actually be able to get that off her head yeah. based on how it's constricting. You're not sure. Professor, get over here. Does this crown <laughs> look familiar? No. I'm not from here, remember? Uh, I don't care. I just know a lot of this place. Well, if you know a lot of this place and you're not from here, then maybe you would know about the crown, huh? There were no entries in the crown. In any of the books I studied. Okay. I apologize. I mean, it's unlikely she would have put a crown like that on her head voluntarily. And I mean, the things that we read, all work and no play makes Ivira a dull girl. I'm Ivira. Ivira is my name. The crown knows all. 
<clears throat> Crown seems to be important, but well, I is mean, it important to us? I say we mark this place mentally and just if we have to, I mean, we can always come back and take the crown, I guess. Was was the crown knows all? Was that the was that the topmost? Yeah, that was okay. outside the door, written in blood. What's what's written in the room, genius? Or Jacob? Uh, it was fourth, fourth uh, coax a secret from another. So, the thing that I'm been wondering about is uh, this is the first one that didn't ask for a specific item, but the other three. We're looking for a, a, a wand, a mask, and poison. So I wonder where we're going to find those things. So I'm wondering if there's four other things we don't know. Are there four other items we're going to need or things we're going to have to find? And if one of them is a crown, at least we know where one is. It's a good point, genius. Well, it sounds like the crown reads your mind, right? Is that what it sounds like? So maybe the crown is what is needed to coax a secret. Yeah, I mean, um, it knows all, so it either knows all your secrets or it can tell the future somehow. I'm not sure. All right. Do we want to disturb her somewhat? I mean, like, is there enough ice that we don't think we could push her over? Or No, like, it's she... only like a half inch thick. Like, you could probably just take your weapon and just smack yeah. it a little bit and chip it off her if you wanted to so get like a hand behind her and push her out of the right? throne if you wanted to the ice would shatter all over yeah. she might yeah. shatter all over that's a possibility t2 style t2000 yeah. um. <laughs> all right let's <laughs> All right, I say we leave it until we need it. Yep. It, it'll probably be, be a pain in the ass to come back and get it, but if we can stop from disturbing something evil until we absolutely have to. The lean sighs heavily in relief. <laughs> She's spooked by this crown. <laughs> She's a little paranoid. I'm going to... Yeah look at her and say do you know anything about this crown it's a crown of tentacles an iron crown of tentacles and she's bruised around her forehead i know enough to not touch it <laughs> yeah i can't can toss that. a wine bottle I mean, in her lap and see if anything happens don't take my word for it but that shit looks cursed <laughs> i'm not touching it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Valine's been a little paranoid recently, so I mean, oh, take shut that up. with a <laughs> grain of salt. <laughs> yes, right, I'm a little paranoid, Crixus. We're in a or a Jacob. God, I can't even get your names right. We're in a long dead <laughs> ancient city, and there's magic all over the freaking place. Yes, I'm a little paranoid. I know what magic can do. Maybe you don't know as much as I do about magic, but it concerns me. Oh boy. <laughs> she goes. And, she goes over and stands by the door. <laughs> Her paranoia is really starting to get to her. All right, let's Thanks go then. Now. Uh, all right. Well, Jacob's not going to do something without the uh, 
okay from Express the other written so. consent of the group <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't they didn't sign the waivers yet so <laughs> all actions performed Here, can you sign these for me <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. go touch the crown <laughs> and indemna indemnification what is it indemnification indemnification yeah all right i'm all gonna right. go downstairs you go downstairs okay yeah None of the wine bottles are sealed. Are they everything? Every one of them is open. Every one of them was open. Okay. All right. Okay, let's go down the here. stairs. Do you close the doors? Do you spend the time moving the snow and closing the doors? No. No. Uh, all the as you guys get downstairs, all the buckets are smashed, and the broom handles and everything. The axe beaks have just been axing away. Shop. Mm. Yep. Just. <laughs> Destroying wood because it's what they do when they're left alone. Mm. Just food for thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we have for excuse me, sorry, total of an hour, so we probably can get can get back out of this area before we lose them. Yeah, yeah. If you want to all make animal handling checks, those of you that will ride them, I am assuming Doug will fly. Mm -hmm. Yes, Doug can fly. Doug fly. Um, <laughs> Doug fly. Twenty-two. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sixteen. Oh, quit, Eggy. Aren't you supposed to be better at these? Valine mm -hmm. <laughs> <Valine> struggles. <laughs> she ends up in the snow several times. <laughs> um, Try a one different thing. one. They they might have a different temperament. And. and uh, after having the one walk backwards and buck her off, she does listen to you, Jacob, and tries a different one. And this one's more responsive to her. <laughs> she is able to uh, hop on it. And you guys head out over the snow. Where would you like to go? Uh, I'm going to lead the way. Uh, and We're go going to... northish, right? Yep. The... So we'll stop at the first pillar that we come to, which is, what is that, 20? Why 20? Okay, on your way there, Doug, I'd like you to roll D100. For me. Sixty. Sixty. Alright. You see before you, or not before you, but below you, floating, um, there is a hand, a magical hand, um, probably about 10 feet across. It's big and purple and just floating there along. It's going to run into the group. So I'm not able to swoop down to the group and stop them before the hand gets there? Uh, make, oh, what would this be? Make an intelligence check. Find the quickest way to the group. Seven. Seven. Uh, yeah, you double back and you swoop, but you are, you are racing this hand and you're going to get there about the same time it does. As I'm flying towards them, I'm waving my hands and pointing down and waving my hands and pointing down. Make a make a perception check. 
Doug, or not Doug, uh, Crixus and Jacob. All right. And Valine's going to make one as well. Can I make a Baleen performance has... check to get my point across? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 12. Actually, go ahead. Jeff Gordon? Yeah, Crixus, you see him easily. He's pointing at something, and you look down, and you see this giant floating. Actually, you're familiar with this. This is... It looks like a massive version of Bigby's hand, being a bard. Sure. Um, I guess I alert the team to it, but I I can't tell if I'm I fear it or not. So I'm you gonna tell it. the team we should go around. Okay. Our axe beak should be fairly maneuverable. How? How? Um. Are you gonna? Try and go gonna, up into the snow, or where are you going? Trying yeah, to go do around a couple it. of cool series of hand checks, like and just kind of alert everybody to where we should be going, um, and then try to go. I guess kinda, I would assume go through town, huh? Through oh. more of the town area, yeah, versus mm. the snow. Try and cut through that. Um... Like the area between Y22 and Y20. Mm-hmm. You want to cut through the buildings yeah. there? Yep. All right. Let's I need you guys that. to make a stealth check. Sure. Doug, you don't need to participate in this. This is the three of them and the axe beaks. So it's a group stealth check. Mm-hmm. Nine. Six. Nine. <laughs> you guys are um, great. The hand does notice you. Um, All right. this is initiating uh, a chase me... at this point. So you guys pull right, through the buildings. I, uh... What, what type of obstacle are you going to try and bypass, Crixus? Because you've led this charge. What would you like to? What type of obstacle would you like to try and bypass, or go through, or go over, to try and dissuade this thing from following you? Um, I think we want to try to go, like, play the around-the-block game where try to, you know, kind of make some turns and lose it. Okay, so just flat-out speed and trying to make some corners? Uh, when, go ahead the, first, and... uh, the first time we make a, a maneuver that Jacob knows is intentional, um, he'll send four of the axe beaks back at, at it as a okay. distraction. Yeah. Um, make a... Um, make a because they follow uh, they follow verbal commands actually let's let's use um, acrobatics here so make an acrobatics check the two of you all of us Except Doug, who's above it. It's okay. 15. 19. 19, yeah. You guys duck around the corner. Uh, the axe beaks turn back. The four of the axe beaks turn back. And you hear them start fighting with this thing. And there is sounds of combat behind you and magical um, destruction 
and walls caving in and quite the calamity and you are able to move forward find your way to y20 without much issue sending the axe beaks back to fight it was a good idea <laughs> um, yeah i was was trying to figure when i would cast it i was like well do i really need eight of them uh maybe yeah. we'll see yeah, four, four might have been a bit many to send, but you still have one that no one's riding. So. Yeah, in case Doug needed a, a mount. Yeah. All right. Uh, but we probably don't have them too much longer if they only last for an hour, and this will be our second building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll uh, leave them outside the building this time. Okay. Okay. Is there a window I can perch in? Um. The top of this tower is shaped like an axe blade, and a red light shines out from a slender window high overhead. I'm going to peek in the window. There are red orbs that dance like fireflies around this room, about 30 feet in diameter. It's an octagon from what you can see or tell. There's a large unlit brazier in the center of the room. Then there's eight alcoves. You assume there's eight. You see four of them through the window. Um, each filled with ice. There's ceilings hanging, or ceilings, ceilings hanging off the ceiling. <laughs> Icicles hanging off the ceiling. <laughs> Overhead. You guys approach the base of this tower, and the door is blown open and half burnt off uh, there's scorch marks outside the door frame that look like lightning may have hit it at some point um, you step in and some of the some of the stone in the interior of the building is like washed clean as if acid had been dripping down the walls what would you like to do is the window broken open and the window is so narrow, you wouldn't fit through it. Okay, I'm going to fly down real quick to the group and tell them what I saw. So the orbs okay. and the... Um, did, you see any, did you see any writing on the wall? I could not tell. All I saw was the orbs and... I'm assuming okay. I didn't see any writing. If it There's was a good. lot of ice in this room. At the top. Ice coals, ice on the walls. There might have been writing on it, but it's below ice, and it would have been difficult to read at best. I'm sorry, was the door open? The door, yeah. The, oh, the door downstairs, yeah, yeah it's open. It's broken. It's burnt, and okay, I'm like, going. It got struck with lightning. Yeah. Doug's gonna go in first. All right, enter the room. Like I said, the interior that looks like acid had been dripping down the walls at one point and has kind of washed some sections of the walls clean. Like, like it came from upstairs, or like someone was washing the walls with acid. Like, it is like it dripped from upstairs. Hmm. It's not a good sign. Um, the so the room is pretty much empty then, or yeah. It, it's destroyed, pretty much. Mm. There's stairs. The stairs are made of stone. A stone spiral staircase on the outside of the tower. 
Okay. Head on up. Moving on up. Heading on up to the next level. Uh, Similar uh, acid looking stains on the walls. And I say stains, but it's like cleaning, clean spots on the walls from the acid. This room, the, the, the furniture in here looks like it had been set fire. Like a massive fire was in here. As you continue up the next floor, there's more of these. They're more prominent. There's even more of these acid-washed wall sections. Um, one of the tables in this room is just splintered and shattered like it was struck by lightning. Some of the chairs look like they were burnt. Mm. You reach the top of the room, or the top of the tower, and the doors are hanging from their hinges. Uh, looked like lightning again struck these doors and shattered them outward. And there, you see beyond the shattered doors red orbs of light moving about this room. Looking in, it's a 30-foot diameter octo- oct- octagonal chamber. Um, there are alcoves in the walls frozen over with ice. Um, there is ice and icicles hanging from the ceiling. Stepping into the room, you can see the floor looks like it's been acid-washed. And the behind the icicles in the ceiling, you can see some writing. You can't tell what it is, but it looks like there's writing behind the ice on the ceiling. And in the middle of the room is a 10-foot diameter, very large brazier. That was two of my questions is how do we melt the ice and does anyone have any place to burn it? So now we have a brazier. Question is now, do we have anything to burn? Is there anything in the brazier? Like any ash, soot, sticks, bones? It's some some strange combination of like an oil and wood. Hmm. I think we just want to light it, right? See what happens. How do you light it? Man. Any ideas? Do you wanna do you wanna light it with magic? Otherwise I'm sure that I've got a uh tinderbox. I don't think we need any magic. So there's a room with icicles. There's a lot of acid washed walls and floors. And the icicles the seem to be hiding hiding the, the communication. Can can we see in the the alcoves? Can we see through the ice or see what's in the alcoves other than ice? It looks like more ice, like they're iced over. Um, they're, the walls in this room are not acid-stained or cleaned. Oh, okay. Just the floor. <clears throat> just the floor. All right. Um, I have a torch. How about... So if we light one of my torches, I can kind of go around and 
melt things. And if you like, there's a 10 foot brazier in the middle of a room that's got oil and wood in it that mm -hmm. Crixus is inspecting and seems All like right. it's going to light Let's... up really yeah, easily got... if you put fire to it. I'll light a torch with a tinderbox. I think I'd rather throw the torch than stand next to the brazier when it's lit. So, um, how high is the ceiling? Is it, is it also 30, 30-ish feet or? And 20 feet or so. Okay. Unless, unless Doug, when you want to drop it in the brazier, I think I'll just throw the torch in there. It does not seem like a good idea to fly above the brazier and drop something into it and have it explode <laughs> up into me. All right, everybody, brace yourself. I will uh, tinderbox, light the torch, and toss the torch from twenty feet away. Make well, it's ten feet in the middle of a thirty-foot diameter room. So, like Sorry, from the door. <laughs> okay, I will throw it from ten feet away. Yeah. From the door. Go ahead, and make a dexterity check. Or ranged weapon attack, if you'd like. Oh, ranged weapon would have been better, but... Uh, oh, no! Six. Six? That's enough. It lands right in there. It's not hard to hit. Okay. You're trying to hit a ten-foot circle. <laughs> it would have had to have been less than five. Hits, throws a <laughs> water. Throw the torch lands in the oil, and it... And lights, and you feel the warmth instantly... Um, uh, fill the room. <laughs> and it takes all of... Maybe 30 seconds until the icicles start dripping. And as you stand there, the, the ice all over the room, the walls, the ceiling, and everything starts collapsing and dripping away. And large chunks of it flake away and hit the ground and shatter. Icicles occasionally fall from the ceiling as they melt, as sections of the ceiling melt and no longer hold to the ceiling. Can just check and make sure that the melting ice is water and not acid. The melting ice, it, it's melting in the alcoves. It seems to reveal more ice that doesn't seem to be melting. That's green. Yeah, stick a finger in there. I'm sure it's fine. <clears throat> do, you stick, do you go over and stick a finger in there, Doug? Hell no. All right. Good boy. Um... The ice starts falling and chipping away, and after about 10 minutes, the walls are melting at a similar rate. And you read an inscription in Draconic, Jacob. It says, Fifth, quench the flame in thy palm with ice. And I need you all to roll initiative as eight gelatinous cubes oh, no. slide out of the alcoves. Yeah, that makes at the sense. Same time. You know, that was what I thought when you said, oh, it's not melting. I'm like, that's not like gelatinous cubes in there. That would, that, no, that can't be. That's impossible. Not impossible. <laughs> not impossible. Probable. Right. Fight or flight, here we go. Well, you're all by the door. But the door's broken, so... Alright, well, good. I don't have to decide first. So, let me just pull up here. Let me pull... 
I'll pull this one up just because it'll be easy to do. Um, Alright, cool. You guys all rolled? 11, 13. I have 11. Six? Six. Right. Yep, okay. Yep. Let me get the lean in here. I got a 14 on my initiative, by the way. She had a six, and um, let's give a roll for them. What is their roll? All right. You all get to move before they do. Oh, my goodness. So, Doug, what would you like to do? You're first. So, as a free action, can I just say... Let's just get the hell out of here. Yeah, you can absolutely say that and then yeah. start moving out of here. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, let's get the hell out of here. Fuck these guys. I'm running. And I'm going to go down the stairs. Doug takes off full speed. Moving. Dash. <laughs> yep. Get out Move. of the tower. Moving dash. Quick this. A duck's and a dash and I move behind a tree. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It, it seems like we've got the capacity to, um, it, is it obvious to Crixus we would be able to all get out before the cubes yeah. would, would, uh, all right. So yeah, you're looking um, at the situation. You're at the door. The closest one to you is like 10 feet away okay. and, and Doug's already moving and Jacob looks like he's about to take off and Valine is back. Yeah, stepping she, backwards like everyone's she's, prepared to just take off she's probably just peeking in the door anyway um yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> so let's uh uh Crixus is gonna yell out oh the cubes we don't want to mess with those let's get out of here and then uh bolts for the door dash double dash valine's paranoia is gonna put her ahead of jacob in the order because they're both at six. <laughs> She's just running. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jacob, you're the last one standing up there. All right. <laughs> Can I do one uh, one last investigation of the room to make sure that there isn't anything revealed that we might regret leaving behind? Yes, and that's going to take an action, so you'll only get yeah, movement. Not that's that fine. Glad <laughs> these cubes aren't fast. <laughs> they're, they're, they should be slow. 26. 26. Yeah, the only thing you see in the room beyond that was the draconic writing on the ceiling. Okay. Then I will just use my uh, regular movement to uh, 35 feet go right. catch partway up. I will take us out of initiative, but I need to ask you guys, are you doing anything to try and hinder the gelatinous cubes? Is there anything we can throw in its way? Like, I, I don't have anything that would really... We close the front doors... Uh, the, the front they were door blasted was open. <laughs> so I think we're in trouble here. No, I think we're just gonna we let just... them loose in the <laughs> let them loose in the city. Yeah, at some point we might have to like deal with them. I, th I think it would be easier to fight them out in the open, anyways, as opposed to a cramped room. I mean, that'd be interesting. Stand outside the door and pick them off as they come out. I mean, is um, there a way that we can hinder their movement? Are there any bookshelves we can topple in there? We're going to need something acid-resistant, I think. You could grab a bunch of um, 
yeah, like the the furniture and stuff, and you could try and cram a bunch of pieces of furniture in front of the door. Are your chocobos still alive? Um, they're not going to make it very. Chocobo yeah. meat shield. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think we have anything permanent uh, uh, other than, um, unless we were to like collapse the the door or something. So if the door's blasted in, we should be able to prop that up against the opening, right? Like it, put it it's sideways? in splinters. Like it was struck with lightning. Oh, like splinter splinters, not like yeah. Jumps. It's not. Okay. It's not pushed in. It's not knocked in. It is blasted in. <laughs> it's in several hundred pieces in the interior. Did we pass any furniture? Uh, nothing that was solid. Everything was either burnt or hit with lightning. Yeah, so I guess the answer is no. We have to let it out unless... <laughs> unless, I don't know. I say... I mean, you get far enough away from them, they may stop being interested in you. Yeah. There's I say we action. chocobo, meat shield them, and we just run to Y21. Do it. All right. Yeah. Send the last four chocobos in the door, and we'll just walk to... Okay. We don't really have long-term plans around here, so... <laughs> yeah, gelatinous cubes, they'll clean up the streets. Yeah, there you go. You got street sweepers now. <laughs> this 60-foot-tall obelisk of black stone stands before you, and its surface is covered in arcane ruins projected from the ground. Or, it projects from the ground, sorry. My bad. There's a thin crack that is formed on one side of it, stretching from the obelisk's base to its middle. Uh, I'm going to fly up to see if there's a window. There are no windows. This is a solid structure. Um, You can make an arcana check. One of you are at advantage, or two of you. As you're looking around at the all the different, um, I'm guessing Valine's inscribed on it. Valine's probably the best at that. Valine has a yeah, she's got a plus seven. You guys want her yeah. to do it? Yes, please. I think so. We'll have her do that at advantage. Gets a seventeen. Um, she's looking at it and she recognizes that the runes are the eight, all eight schools of magic are on this. And there's a ninth rune that she sees. This, she, she consults Professor Scan, have you seen something like this? Is this is this what I think it is? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it is. This this ninth rune is a rune relating to chronomancy or the the controlling of time. Did we just join the Wheel of Time multiverse? We can't activate this, though. We don't... 
I don't have anything powerful enough to activate it. Looks like it's cracked too. I don't. How how does one activate an obelisk of runes? Channeling power into the from the magical item. These obelisks. There's been several of them over the course of time. What I'm if this is what I think it is. We've heard of ones in um, below. Um, crap, can't think of the name of the city. Hang on a second. Waterdeep. Yes, <laughs> thank you. There's one below Waterdeep. I've heard of one out in the jungles of Chalt. Hmm. Um, there's several of them. I. Hmm. Even if I had the means to activate it, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous too. All kinds of stuff could go wrong, especially with the obelisk being cracked. But the chronomancy rune on there, we... Time travel's a dangerous thing, she says, and she walks away. <laughs> I don't think we have any answers for this problem yet, do we? Is this related to the number towers that we've been messing with, do you think? Do you think we need to come here and perform the ritual? Probably. Well, there's the eight pieces of the ritual, and she said there's eight schools of magic. Well, nine. But she was seemed surprised at that last one. There's been a long rumored school of magic that no one could find any um, proof of. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, we'll have to come back to this, I guess. Is there uh, anything unless... else that we can see around this area? If any what that you can see around this area? Anything else that might help us, like platforms or something where we would put these magical items or anything? No. No, it's just this obelisk protruding from the ground. Reaching towards the sky. <clears throat> In the distance you hear something growling. I don't know if you can actually hear the dogs in the other room, but that's we're cueing that. <laughs> In the distance, I hear something growling, so you hear something growling. <laughs> what would you like? Well, reality becomes fantasy, or the other way around. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm tempted to like spend a cantrip on uh, just seeing if targeting the tower with different schools of magic does anything, but it seems like that. It seems like Valine would be the one to. I don't think that we have enough to light up she's walked all, away and gotten kind of I'll, you can just see right. her she's about 50 feet away now <laughs> perfect she's never I'm gonna walk to the um, the far I'll walk to the far side of the tower and I will uh, cast light on the far face so that it wouldn't shine brightly uh, 
And if it matters, it's an evocation cantrip. What do you care? Just long like, enough to see on, if it does anything. On the obelisk itself? or Yeah, like on, on a rune on the obelisk. Yeah, I don't know which one. a rune specifically. You target one of the runes and the rune lights up and it's pretty and you have light for the distance you need. And... Alright. It I'll... doesn't seem to do anything. <laughs> out of the ordinary for what light would do. <laughs> you dismiss yeah. it and it goes out. Okay. Just seeing if it... If it matters. Okay. Alright, well, do we want... I assume we don't want to go back towards the, uh, the tower we came from. So... Keep heading, uh... Heading head west. west. I think head just around. make a note that this obelisk does seem to be important for us to perform the ritual and then move mm -hmm. on. Agreed. So then we would have to head... Be, can we... Obviously we can't tell because of the tower, but I'm assuming we can go behind and continue yep. west behind it. Yep. So I'm going to kind of fly up in the air, do, uh, and I'm going to take a look back to, to the tower we just... Not the one we just left, the obelisk, but the uh, tower tower. The Where the... The red light. The lightness cubes were. Yep, and I'm gonna see if they the red are light district. out and about. There are two of them that are out of the tower and roaming around the ground. But they're not, not coming towards us. At all. A slimy, very clean trail of <laughs> acid. I mean, technically, I could uh, I could summon Tika. She would uh, be immune to acid, and while she wouldn't do much damage, she eventually her teeth could rip them apart, but. It's gonna cause some noise and some mess. Nah. I was gonna say, does she need air to breathe? Um, that's a hazard with gelatinous cubes. If you end up inside them, <laughs> I'm gonna say probably. I would think so. So yeah, you see a couple of these gelatinous cubes walking around or sliding around the base of the tower. Which right. you head towards what Y seventeen then? Yep, we're gonna fly straight. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna scout ahead, uh, since I'm in the air and I seem to have a good vantage point. Um, I'm gonna cruise towards Y seventeen. Roll D one hundred. God damn it! Hey, there's <laughs> shit walking around the streets. Don't don't goddamn it me. <laughs> You're scouting. I'll goddamn it you if I want to. Eighty seven. <laughs> 87. Oh, man. The higher numbers are worse. Oh, I don't you know. see a group of... Actually, roll a d6 for me. Six. Six. You see a group of six um, with what you've been told are called Nothics. Um, they are wizards that slowly went mad that were remnants of the city and the magic of the city weighing on them. Do they see me at all? Nope. All right, I'm going to fly back to the group uh, and stop them. Uh, is there any place that we would be able to hide? Is it going to be like a city kind of type of thing behind that tower? Yeah. Yeah, okay. there's, there's city and 
Snowfall. It's similar to the area that you just okay. came from. That's kind of half city and half snowfall. I'm going to... Okay, so I'm going to fly back to the group. I'm going to say, okay, there's six things, wizardy things, up ahead. Um, we we need to we need to sidetrack through through this town, through this area. Uh, keep your head down unless you feel like battling them. But I feel uh, like battling the gelatinous cubes would have been easier. This will require a group stealth check at advantage. You all have advantage on this because Doug's assisting with flying overhead and explaining where they are. I'm gonna. Do I need to do that? I'm because I'm gonna take flight again. No, you don't need to do it. I'm gonna, before I take flight. I'm gonna say, keep your eyes on me as well. I will direct you as to where they are. Is that advantage? Had advantage. Yeah, had advantage. All right, eighteen. All right. And again, good thing for advantage. Sixteen? Sixteen, yeah. You guys manage with Doug's help. You manage to avoid the Nothics on your way to Y-17. This low-domed uh, building, uh, the top of it is wrecked and open to the elements. Uh, the door is open. And as you walk inside, there's... there's a theater with a large stage and seating for more than a hundred. There's a backstage area and icicles hanging from the sagging balconies and rime-frosted masks leer and grin from its fractured walls. Hey, we need, uh, we need a mask and possibly a mask for each of us. I, I would agree. Well, I think we get a mask. You want to try and take a mask off the walls? Uh, I... I, before we do that, I'm going to uh, detect good and evil again. Okay. You do not tec- detect the presence of anyone in this building. Are the masks um, decorative? Are they are they different from each other? Yeah, they're all different. One, you got your comedy and tragedy, and I mean, there are all kinds of different masks from all over. Are there any bird masks? Yep. I would take one that looks like a bird. You pull one down that actually looks like a um, like the old. Uh, Masks of the plague doctors. Oh yeah, snow. Mm, cool. They kept all the cool. stuff in. Was there any uh, like fox? Yeah. Masks. Yeah. Yeah. You pull one down, yeah. fox. The interesting thing when you pull it down, it it's a fox's head, but rimming it are nine bushy. They almost look like tails. Like they're actually supposed to be representative of being in the distance. Like mm. A nine-tailed fox. All right. Yeah, Jacob would look for something a little more draconic with, you know, like spikes and spines and mm-hmm. snout and teeth. 
and you're able to find one and it, it has a um at the base of it like right where the mouth is there's a long protrusion of what looks like some sort of breath weapon coming off of it nice. all these masks are very solid and well made um when you take them down there is like frost on them and it, as you hold it it slowly warms up and is uh excuse me is warming up and becoming just an object that you're carrying cool is gonna grab one she looks around nervously and she finds the most plain <laughs> mask that she finds um she she's looking at and she looks at the tragedy mask that she sees on the wall and she's kind of like no no not that one <laughs> she goes and finds ah. the one that the comedy mask the one that's smiling and laughing and happy she goes and finds that one and grabs it and doesn't actually look at it a lot she just kind of <laughs> you guys we may need one of these i'm tucking it away awesome all right i guess i'd rather know now than later i'm gonna put the mask on and see if anything happens you put the mask on. It's a little cold on your face. You can see through it fine. It's a little awkward. The the breath weapon kind of bumps your armor occasionally as you move your head. But other than that, it, it's a mask. Good deal. Looks good on you. Better than the alternative. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to investigate the rest of the building, see if there's anything else interesting. You go up on the stage and you're moving around and backstage there's a desk. On the desk there's a pile of uh, five like they're like five packets of paper. Um, each one's different on, on on the top of one, there is a um, a gentleman with a noose around his neck, and the noose is being pulled up slightly, and his neck is turned off to the side. There's one that is clearly in the back of a gentleman standing with, he's got his hands, both his hands behind his back, but he's holding a dagger upright against his back. Um, there is a woman with long hair on another cover with a fairy whispering in her ear. There's another one of a person that's kind of standing there cowering a little bit and there's a giant demon leering over the top of it. Um, and then the last one's a guy in Fool's Motley doing a handstand. Opening the books, you realize these are scripts. They're all a script of the same show. Interesting. Is, is there any other rooms or anything off of the main area that we could take a look around in to see if we're missing anything? There are, in your typical backstage rooms, there's a fly loft with different flies that are, like, 
the ropes are broken and they're kind of half hanging on the stage. Then you find a costume room. Um, yeah, there's not a lot in here other than that. It's all general theater stuff. All right, guys, let's... This place is weird. <laughs> kind of gives me the we creeps. Got, we got some badass masks, though, now. Yeah, we do. So, so <laughs> that's fun. Do you do anything with the scripts, Jacob? Or do you just leave them there? Not to we lose them. Jacob? I mean... Jeff, can you hear me? Genius. Sorry, my sound is going weird. Oh. Oh, we can tell. <laughs> do you do anything with the scripts? Um... Yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll... Take the one with the the woman with the fairy whispering in her ear. Okay. I'll I'll take that one. Okay. Alright. What would you guys like to do next? Uh I'm gonna go out the front that where we came in and uh yeah. when I was flying I saw the big giant glass building. Uh that yep. piqued my interest. Because it looks really see, funky. Crixus yeah. is just going to ask Doug to kind of peek back to see if we see any of the gelatinous cubes or anything. All right. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and I, those mages kind of worry me too. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to take a flight up and kind of backtrack a little bit to see where everything is. You find the six mages, the Nothics, fighting a gelatinous cube. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. You right. think one of the one of the Nothics is actually dead, but then you don't see his body anywhere until you realize it's inside the gelatinous cube. <laughs> They're trying to get it, their friend out. Nice. All right. I'll uh, fly heading back. to sixteen. I'll then, fly back to the group uh, and, and tell them. Ah, we're good. Yeah. They're they're fighting. Um, the shattered. It's not shattered, but it's like oh crystal roof marred by a web of cracks and you see a strange landscape of miniaturized natural features inside you guys can enter in on the east side of this building door lies open like there isn't actually like a door to seal this place close this is a um A menagerie. It's a zoo. Uh, there aren't any animals. I mean, but there's miniature mountain ranges and forests and streams that are all draped in ice now. A different mixture of landscapes. In the middle of this room, there's a machine. This 10-foot diameter iron wheel held above the ground by a metal brace. There's eight barrel-sized, egg-shaped, open containers attached to its outer spokes. It has a bronze control panel with a lever next to it. 
Valina's looking at it. Does anyone want to assist her on her arcana check to assess what this is? Yeah, I will. My arcana's bad. Yeah, mine isn't great either, but I would assist. She has no fucking clue what this is. She yeah. rolled a one and a two. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Looking in the base of these um, egg-shaped containers, you can see bloodstains. Um, also in the middle is like some like somehow each one of those containers is connected to the middle of this wheel somehow you see gauges um, that read numbers 1 to 80 there's one gauge that reads numbers 1 to 80 um, the lever is marked as a like start then there's like a timer that says eight hours and down to zero. And we'll stop there as you stare at this strange machine wondering what it might be. Maybe I'm there's a chance to talk to the professor he may know. <laughs> but we'll leave it there for this week. Let you wonder about it. Awesome. Yikes. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like we got a lot accomplished today. Mm -hmm. yeah, more, more again. Got some mm -hmm. badass masks. Yeah, buddy. All right. We are Two Nerds on Quest. We are here every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, except for next week because it is a holiday. We are not here on holidays. Uh, unless <laughs> unless you guys decide that you're around. But I know, Genius, you're up north, right? Uh, I think we're going to be around next weekend. Oh. I'm actually going to be around. I was going to be up north, but I'm going to be around next weekend. Oh, well, maybe. We'll, we'll talk this week, and uh, we'll yeah. see once we get closer. Um, get it posted. Yeah. You may we'll, get we'll some Memorial Day goodness from us. Maybe. Um, worst case scenario, maybe. You know, if we're not all available, maybe one or two of us can hop on and talk. Or uh, JC has access to the to the t Twitch channel now, so if he's around and I'm not, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. There is also the uh, possibility of the you know, like several different adventures. <laughs> we'll figure out what's going on, and maybe you'll have something next week. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Uh, that's kind of where we put notices and stuff out. Um, join the Discord. Also put notices there. Go to bit.ly slash our fun discord for all of our links. Uh, support us. Patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. Uh, rate and review us wherever you get your podcast from because this does go out in podcast form. Uh, if you are here in chat, give us a follow. You know, get notified when we go live. And uh, uh, for those listening on the podcast, twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm. T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. Click those um, notifications on, peeps. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe, yo. Yo. Amazingly enough, we're about halfway done with this city. I thought it was going to take much longer. Yeah, we're flying pretty quick. Having a flying scout helps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh -oh. Anyway, Discord, links, follow, like, subscribe. Give us ratings and reviews. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, just in general what you think of the show. 
Uh, we're always open to suggestions and criticism. And if you get blocked, you get blocked. Meh, not much I can do about that. Just kidding. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, so for me, for Genius, for Crixus, for Mr. DMJC, deuces. Hmm. Why is there blood in the containers? Right? I'll be right back. <laughs>